How's everyone doing today? That's good. That's good. Man, I'm telling you what. I love, love, love when those young people do worship. I just do. They do such a great job trying to gotta gotta train them up right we haven't quite got the transition down for them though yet you know what i'm saying <laughs> so i'm like you just gotta push the button and pull it buddy push the button pull it he's like this one no not that one we're gonna get that down pack so we can move that better <clears throat> whenever they do worship man um i love i love that song that song is absolutely amazing and and can I just tell you that Pastor Ben had that song on the schedule for downstairs. And he ended up coming up here to do it. And I, this morning I said, I said, Pastor Ben, when are you doing that song? And he said, I, I'm going to do it. It's going to be the second song. I said, that is absolutely perfect. I was like, because it's going to just help me roll right into what I'm going to talk about today. <clears throat> so... Uh, for some of you that may have maybe got some, heard some things, some buzz, uh, Pastor Jeff, he had a bit of a spell yesterday, and if you didn't hear, then you're hearing it now. He had a little bit of a spell, nothing major, um, but uh, that's why you don't see him here today, and Miss Kim, they just needed to be home and rest a little bit, uh, but he's doing good. If you want to hit them up with a I love you via Facebook Messenger or text or whatever. I'm sure they would appreciate that. Um, but definitely just keeping his prayer uh, that, that you know, God would, that he would rest. You know what I'm saying? You, how many people out there have a hard time resting? You know? Yeah, come on. Let's just be honest. And so that's all it is. You know what I mean? Like, we just got to be able to take the rest when God says take the rest. Uh, so I just pray that he would be able to do that. And in doing so, in my preparation for speaking to you today, I just, I want to say that we love the church that we get to lead. We love the people. We love the leadership. Because when you are a part of a church like this, Taking time away is not hard because you know you have great people who will step up. You know what I mean? Taking time away is not hard because you know you have a congregation of people who trust the leadership that's been put in place. And that is just absolutely wonderful. Let me pray real quick before I get started, though. Lord God, I just come into you right now. I thank you and I praise you, Father, for an opportunity to speak to your people, to share your word. Lord God, I just pray right now that your Holy Spirit would fill me to overflowing. God, I pray right now, Lord God, that, that it would be all of you and none of me, that that Dwayne and his opinion would step aside, clear the path, so that you could speak freely today. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen and amen. Uh, so that you know, we do have family day today. So the kiddos are in the place. They're in the house. Can I, can I get a woo-woo from the kiddos? That's what I'm talking about. That's what, that's what I'm talking about. Listen, I need you to know something. Pastor Dwayne is not afraid of the kiddos being in the sanctuary, okay? I'm not, I'm not nervous with the noise, you know what I'm saying? If they decide they want to talk, they might have something good to say. So I might just give them the mic. So just be careful. You never know what will happen. 
um, but don't, don't, don't be nervous. I'll speak a little louder if I need to. Uh, today we're going to be in Philippians chapter 4. I gave you a little a piece of this, of this scripture a few weeks ago when I came before you. And I felt it that I needed to stay right here and come back to this. So in my, in my preparation, I, I realized something as I was reading this scripture. And I want to read this scripture. And I want you to know that I believe 100% that God had you in mind. And so I want you to hear this and receive it as such. All right. This is to the body Dayton. This is Paul speaking to the Philippians. But I want you to know that this is this is for you as well. All right. So Philippians chapter four, starting in verse 10. And I'm going to read out of the message version. It says this. I'm glad in God for happier than you would ever guess. Far happier than you would ever guess. Happy that you're again showing such strong concern for me. Not that you ever quit praying and thinking about me. You just had no chance to show it. Actually, I don't have a sense of needing anything personally. I've learned by now to be quite content, whatever my circumstances. I'm just as happy with little as with much, with much as with little. I found the recipe for being happy, whether full, of whether full or hungry, hands full or hands empty. Whatever I have, wherever I am, I can make it through anything in the one who makes me who I am. I don't mean that your help didn't mean a lot to me. It did. It was a beautiful thing that you came alongside me in my troubles. Listen, I started off by saying that Pastor Jeff and I, as pastors of this wonderful church, this is how we feel. And I felt Paul's words were just so perfect. And I'm like, I don't even need to say anything because these words speak it so well. There are times when we're in need and there are times when we're not and. Uh, there are times when we won't even say anything to you and, and then somehow you find out and, and you show up and you help out and you're there to come alongside us. And what we need you to know is that we are grateful. We're grateful for that. But what we also want you to know is that we are not at all uh, lost on the fact that it's God. It's God who is our provider. Right? So, in whatever the circumstances, I know I can say, and I believe I can speak for Pastor Jeff, in whatever the circumstances, good, bad, a lot, or a little, we've learned to be content. And here's the deal because of that, we've learned to keep our eye on Christ. But I didn't want to take, I didn't want to pass up an opportunity to say to you, the body Dayton, thank you. Thank you for being willing and, and allowing God to use you for us. But not only for us, but also for other people. 
right? But let's look. Let me share just a little bit of a testimony, and some of you know you were already here. I can speak easier for myself than I can for Pastor Jeff because, you know, that's his business, right? <laughs> and I can't always be sharing his business, but I can most definitely share mine. And what I, I just want to say, me and my family had an opportunity to go on a vacation, and we, we were blessed to be able to go because of some of the people here at the Body Dayton, and we are so grateful for that. But if you remember the day that I, I preached and I had shared what was going on, I made it very clear that whether we went or not, it just didn't matter. Because what was important to us was that we were, that, that we kept our eyes on Christ and that, you know, God, you have a purpose and, and we just want to be in your will, whatever that may be. And we kept our eyes on who we were surrounded by. We kept our eyes on what was going on. I mean, we had just had an amazing outreach, you know, and so we were excited about that, and we weren't going to allow the enemy to steal that joy. And I believe, I believe that because of that, because we kept our eyes focused on what it needed to be focused on, God made a way. But guess what? Just because God makes a way doesn't mean the enemy's going to step back. That's why it's so important for us to learn to be content in good and bad, in a lot and a little. Because sometimes, you know, you get a lot and you're like, yes, things are going good. And then he comes in and it seems like he just swipes it right away, right? Or he brings something else in that, to counter it, you know? But it's like if we can find ourselves being steady, then we, we can just enjoy life just a little bit more. And the only way we're able to be steady is by keeping our eyes on Christ. So with that being said, we went on our vacation. We didn't know how we were going to do it, but we did it. And, and we're headed down there. Things just are on the upswing. And we got halfway there, six hours. I'm moving, you know what I mean? Staying, staying within the law, you know what I mean? Because that's what I'm supposed to do. But I'm getting it. And then just the GPS wasn't keeping up with me. I was, I was going to speed limit. <laughs> so either GPS wasn't keeping it me or I was tired. And, you know, I don't know what happened, but I made a wrong turn. It was definitely the GPS's fault, though. I just want to say that. I made a wrong turn, and I, I was coming off the ramp, so I slowed down. I was coming off the ramp, and I got back on the ramp, and as I was getting back on the ramp, it had a blowout, a flat tire. I'm not even in my vehicle, people. I'm not in my car. And I mean, you know, let's just, I won't even, I, I won't even harp on the fact that just the week prior, I changed a blowout on my own vehicle. But here I am in another vehicle just a week later, changing out another flat. On the side of a road at 3 o'clock in the morning? 3 a.m. It is pitch black, people. <laughs> pitch black on the side of a very busy highway. Them semis was rolling by, and it was rattling my heart, I'm telling you. The, 
I was nervous. You know, <laughs> yeah, Amanda, she was over directing traffic. <laughs> she got this, she had this like flashlight. She's like, <laughs> I, I was like, Lord Jesus, I hope they see the flashlight. I don't. I guess it made me feel a little better. It definitely made her feel better. Uh, but we got it changed, and we, we got it changed. We got down. We had to travel like another 45 minutes on the, the little donut tire, and we got to Walmart about 4 o'clock in the morning, you know, 4.15. Was it? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm sorry. I forgot to change the tire, change the tire. Yeah, so it's about 5-something. You're right, you're right. So it's 5-something in the morning, close to 6, and so Walmart's not open, so we just, not, not the tire area anyway. So we just laid there and slept in the car. We slept in the car. Walmart opened up. We were able to go in, and, and we were able to get the tire changed. And part of the reason we had the money to get the tire changed was because of the blessing that had came, right? So there it was. We were able to get the tire, tire changed, and we're like, thank you, Jesus. We're standing there waiting to get the tire changed, and we're like, you know, bless the Lord that we had the money to get that, but then that was also money that came out of, you know, vacation fund, and that was okay. That was fine. We were, we were keeping our eye on Christ. We were keeping our eye on, on just the beauty of the situation. Thank you, Jesus, right? And the kids are out playing in the parking lot. Listen, listen. We got five. If something happened, it's okay. No, I'm just joking. I'm just joking. <laughs> I'm just, I'm joking. I'm, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so Elijah, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, my son is blessed. I, I just, I really think, I'm, stick close to him. Stick close to him. I am. Um, <laughs> he comes over. He's like, is this real? And he had a $100 bill in his hand. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, let me see. Yeah. Yes, it's real, son. <laughs> it's hallelujah, you know. Uh, <laughs> but I'm not kidding. My son found a, a $100 bill just laying under one of the uh, crates or the, the what do you, pallets. Just laying under, under one underneath the pallets of like dirt or something. And I'm like, what in the world? Thank you. So we didn't even pay for the tire really. I mean, we didn't even really pay. I mean, we still, there was a little bit more. I mean, the tires were more than that, but, you know. So we continue on. We get to the place. Everything's good. We're having a good time. And then something happens to my daughter. And my daughter, we had to take my daughter to the hospital. Now, listen, I know I'm telling you the bad things that happened, but you got to understand there was a lot of good stuff that happened in between. Swimming, laughing, playing, clowning, lots of food, you know, like everything was good. We had an amazing vacation and the devil never stopped trying to get at us, but we never took our eyes off of Christ. This is the way that we live. And I know that sometimes people will be like, well, you're a pastor, so, you know, it's different for you. No, I'm trying to tell you it's not. It's not any different for me than it is for you. All I know is, and I, I, 
You don't get to see me when I may pass, you know, pass you in some local place. The other day, I'm, I'm out in Centerville, and I seen uh, the persons. And I'm like, you know, I'm on my motorcycle. The day is beautiful. So to them, they're like, look at Pastor Grant, you know, on his motorcycle, living it up, you know, free as a bird out, just doing whatever he wants to do. The truth is, is I was meeting someone and I was, you know, loving on somebody, you know, doing what I'm supposed to do. And I just happened to see them and I thought that was great. But the perception could be that life is just good. But let me tell you, there are moments. There are moments when the enemy swoops in. Hey, watch this. There are moments when I'm just, I'm just dumb. You understand that? Because we can't always blame things on the enemy. You know, sometimes we're like, it's the devil. And he's like, I ain't had nothing to do with that. That was on you. <laughs> um, but life is not perfect. That's all I'm saying. Life is no more perfect for me than it is for you. If there's any difference, and I'm, I'm, I'm saying this in love, if, if there is any difference, the difference is, is I've learned to keep my eyes on him at, at all times, or at least as much as possible. That's it. So let's, let's look at some more scripture. Let's see what God says about this. Because I know that life's hit you in a thousand different ways and in, in 50 different moments and all of that good stuff. But I think sometimes we forget. We forget to pay attention to the important moments. In Philippians chapter 4, verse 8 and 9, I read this to you the other week. It says this. Let's see. I'm going to read it right here. For the rest, brethren... Whatever is true, whatever is worthy of reverence and is honorable and seemly, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely and lovable, whatever is kind and winsome and gracious, if there is any virtue and excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think on and weigh and take account of these things. Fix your minds on them. Practice what you have learned and received and heard and seen in me and model your way of living on it and the God of peace, of untroubled, undisturbed well-being will be with you. I just gave a short testimony of my vacation. I started out by saying how wonderful you guys are and, I, and how much I appreciate you. These are the things that in my mind, when I see this scripture, these are the things that I focus on. I focus on the things that I've seen God do. I focus on the things and the moments when God has shown up. I do not. I do my best. I'm going to be completely transparent. I do my best to not focus on the things that have hit me, that, that were meant to take me out. 
Because the more and the longer I, I focus on those things, the more I will allow myself to be taken out. The more I will want to hide, the more I will want to lay in my bed and pull the covers over top of my head. Because that is the intention of the enemy. And this scripture says it all. Don't do that. Don't dwell on these ugly things. Dwell on the good things. Dwell on the beauty, the lovable things. I love that. You remember the, the last time I came before you, I said, when it talked about that lovable thing, I mentioned my son. Man. You're having a bad day. Just watch that kid for just a few minutes. And I'm telling you, I'm not saying it's going to completely turn around, but I'm telling you, there will be a crack of light in the darkness. And then if you grab a hold of that and then grab a hold of something else and look at something else and just continue to meditate on those things until, watch this, until it drives you to one spot, a destination. That destination is God. God, you did this. You did this. With that, this is what I, I want to read. So I want to read just one more scripture. This is uh, Philippians chapter 4, verses 4 through 7. I started at the end. I want to go back to the beginning of this scripture. Verses 4 through 7. And this is, this is what we're supposed to do. This is what we're supposed to do. This is how we stay in that place. Celebrate God all day, every day. I mean, revel in him. Make it as clear as you can to all you meet that you're on their side, working with them and not against them. Pause. So, when I'm having a, a bad day, I, I need to focus on God. I've heard that a thousand times. Matter of fact, I just don't know that I want to hear it again. I mean, I, sometimes we feel like that. Like, you know, you're having a bad day, somebody go, God's got it. Don't seem like it to me. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what you really want to say. Right? But then, then there's this other part. This other part, it says, Make it as clear as you can to all you meet that you're on their side, working with them and not against them. Help them see that the master is about to arrive. He could show up any minute. Celebrate God all day, every day. If you are doing this, if you are, if you are, attempting to celebrate God, if you're attempting to think about God all day, every day, and it's a struggle, then maybe you need to go outside yourself and begin to do something for somebody else. Think about somebody else, right? I'm, it's, it's, it's a recipe. It's a recipe for a good life. It's a recipe for a good life. It says, don't fret or worry. Pause. Think about God. Praise him, worship him. Think about other people. Help them, do some things for them. Don't fret or worry. Instead of worrying, pray. Okay. 
So, I mean, this is a recipe. If we bake in a cake, we will on the way. Pray. Let petitions and praises shape your worries into prayers. Well, what does that look like? Man, I don't know how I'm going to play this bill. Well, Lord, how would you like to do this? How would you like to take care of this bill? Lord God, I don't know what I'm going to do with this bill, but I know that you can. God, I don't know how it's going to be paid, but Lord, I know that you own a thousand cattle on the hills. And however that verse go, Jesus, you know. <laughs> Listen, I'm telling you, some, some people just don't know. Like, like some people don't get spirit, you know. They, they like, I don't really know how to pray like that. That's fine. Jesus, somewhere in the Bible has said that you own everything. And if that's the case, then I don't have to worry about this bill. Shape it, right? It's what it's saying. Shape it. This is letting God know your concerns. Before you know it, before you know it, a sense of God's wholeness. Come on. That's good right there. I, I'm not hearing enough amens. Come on. Thank you. Thank you. Before you know it, a sense of God's wholeness, everything coming together for good will come and settle you down. Come on. Now, I, I gave you the testimony so that you would see real life situation as we looked at the word. You know, sometimes, most of the time, we give you the word and we try to tell you to apply it, you know. I'm going to give you the word and then give you a real life application. I gave you a real life application and now I'm giving you the word and I'm showing you the way it worked. It, I'm, I'm showing you the way it worked. Meaning past tense. It already happened. I'm not talking about what can be, what could be. I'm talking about what did happen. I'm even talking about what you were a part of. That's what makes it so beautiful. See, I gave you the testimony of us in our low moment. If you recall, when I was up here preaching, I said, the car is out. It's done. And we're supposed to go on vacation after church. See, see, but some people just didn't really, it didn't click. They, you know, you didn't really click. You're like, it wasn't you in the issue, because if it was you, you'd have been like, oh, what are we going to do? You got all that money we put into it. You know what I mean? And like, so you're thinking about that. But when it's not you, you're like, oh, God bless them. We going to pray for you. But I was really hoping to bring you into our situation and right smack dab in the middle of me sharing my situation, God showed up. I'm trying to tell you that that wasn't a plan. I, it wasn't my plan, even though it, it really was nice. But that wasn't my plan. I didn't put that together. So what you got to witness was God working. And then I continued to share with you what happened throughout the rest of the time today so that you could see that the enemy never stopped. It didn't just get better and stay better. We didn't just get to ride off into the sunset. No, we rode into the night and got a flat tire. You see what I'm saying? But what we didn't do is we didn't stop moving ahead. Now, what I didn't tell you is the piece where it says that you should be thinking about and helping somebody else. I didn't share that with you, but I'm going to right now. While we're on vacation, I had the opportunity to 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 visit with somebody that's dear, near and dear to my heart. She's like a sister to me. And little did I know, she was in a bad place. 
well, I'm sorry, I'm on vacation. So since I'm on vacation, I don't have time to, no, no. We got to get together. We got to have a good time. We got to, to talk and chat. My wife got to minister to her and love on her. On the way home, we even took a detour so that we could stop and pray with her because I forgot to do it before she left. That was more gas. Gasoline cheap. So what I'm saying is, is that the scripture, what the scripture said do, I did. But listen, I wasn't reading the scripture when I did that. It's just something that, that you know, when you read the scripture, it gets down in you. When you, try, when you try, when you push, when you press in to live the way Christ say live, sometimes he'll help you out. Somewhere in the Bible it says something about him helping us. He sends a helper. So then I realized I don't need to worry. I'm shaping. I'm shaping my worries with my prayers. And then, I, and then somewhere along the line, I love that. I really need you to settle in on that. Somewhere along the line, something changed. Something changed. A sense of God's wholeness. Have you ever felt that? Have you ever had that moment when you like, God, I'm trying. Lord, I'm going I'm to I'm praise. Hallelujah. I don't know if I can do this, but I'm going to thank you, Jesus. Okay. Lord, I know you did. God. No, it's not happening. It's not happening. But then you, you keep pressing in. Okay, God. Hmm. Thank you for the house, God. I got a house. Thank you. Hallelujah. God, I got transportation. Thank you. Somebody out there don't got transportation, but I do. Thank you, Jesus. And then some, somewhere in that, somewhere in that, that I, don't, I don't like, some people say fake it till you make it. I don't, I don't like that. I don't like the whole fake it till you make it thing. Because here's the deal. Is you thanking, uh, you thanking God. I don't want to hit you with bad grammar. I apologize. You thanking God. Is that fake? I don't think so. I mean, are you thankful for a house? And I'm, I'm being so serious. I need you to understand that what I'm saying is real. When you find yourself struggling in a moment, sometimes you got to take what's good, right? That's what that scripture is saying. Focus on the good. Focus on the, the things that you can see plainly. God, I didn't have health, but I have health now. Thank you. I should be dead. Thank you. I know things aren't, they, you know what? I'm not even going to focus on the fact that they're not good. I'm going to focus, let's see, what do we have? What did you do for me recently? What have you done for me last year? Oh, man, I remember when. And then somewhere along the line, he, he just, it overwhelms you. His goodness, his mercy, his love, it just kind of, it just tackles you. It envelops you until the next thing you know, you're like, life ain't so bad after all. Man, God is good. You walk in the room and your husband or your kids or your mom or your dad, whoever it is, you're like, man, do you know God is just good? And they be looking at you crazy like, what in the world? You know, like what? what? Sometimes my wife, she'll just be like, Oh, okay, yeah, babe. 
he's, he's good. And I'm like, babe, no, 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 you just don't. Listen, listen. She'd be like, listen, I, I get it. I, I get it. Right? Watch this, watch this. She'd be like, I know. And I'm like, no, babe, like, we are really blessed. And she'd be like, I, I know. And then before you know it, a sense hits her and she's like, Babe, we got it good. And I'm like, I know. I mean, uh, this is real. This is real. Do you know, I was, t- I was telling somebody the story about the vacation, and I was mad. I was mad that I didn't take a picture of us on the side of the road. I was like, that's a vacation memory. I should have had a picture of me in the pitch dark on the side of the road changing that tire so I could look back and be like, look what he did. Do you hear what I'm saying? Gosh, he's just that good. Let's continue reading that. Look, I didn't, I didn't got myself excited before I knew it. Before I knew it. Says everything come, everything coming together for good will come and settle you down. It's wonderful what happens when Christ displaces worry at the center of your life. That's it. That's what happens. Listen to me. Next time you're struggling, do not give up to the enemy. Don't let him win. Not a second more of your time dwelling on what went wrong. Because just as quickly as it went wrong, it will turn around. Listen, I know sometimes it seems like you got into a situation overnight. You know, you woke up and it's like, what in the world? The the world just fell apart. But the truth is, we all know that it doesn't ever happen that way. We just aren't paying attention to it. We're not paying attention to it until it really is there in our face and we're like, oh, God. You dropped the ball. And he's like, I ain't, I ain't dropped a ball. Never, not once. I am not discounting the way pain feels. I know it's real. But I know, I know that it can be combated. The world says it this way, mind over matter, right? You, you got to think yourself free, you know? The only problem is, is our thinking is not that strong. We're, we're mentally not that strong. But we have a God that when we put our trust and faith and, and, and our praise toward him, that's when we get the help. And before we know it, I promise you, give it a try. Don't, and and listen to me, it may take longer than a couple minutes. It may take longer than five minutes. I've been in a situation, listen, I've been in a situation for two years trying to keep my eye on God. Two years. Notice I said two years. Don't think about the, like, I understand two years ain't no short time. We all know that. But two years has come and gone. I'm looking at seven or eight right now. So two years in eight 
is small. I understand that in the midst of the two years, it's not easy. But I promise you, five, six more are going to come. You have to, you have to trust that. And guess what? Just because I know I might have a cynical person out there, God bless you. If six more don't come, if six more don't come, and you know Christ Jesus is your Savior, it don't get no better than that. It just does not get any better than that. Okay? Listen. I'm done. I know y'all like, what? Pastor Dwayne is finished? <laughs> I just wanted to come before you today to encourage you. I wanted to encourage you. Be encouraged. Trust him. Know the Bible says that weeping and the cry, it, only, it lasts only for a short period of time. Trust that. Know that. The bad time is short-lived. It will pass. Things will get better. Focus on what he's done before, knowing that he will do it again. Maybe not exactly the same way, but he will do it again. Know that the good thing that you see, your family, your child, your vehicle, your transportation, your, your house, that miracle, whatever that was, the job, he will do it again. Expect it. Dwell on that. Dwell on that. I want to pray with you. Lord God, I just, I thank you and I praise you, Father, that you are, man, you are so amazing. You are you're more than, honestly, you're more than we deserve. God, we, we thank you right now. Thank you, Father, for being in control when we're not. Thank you, God, for having a plan when we don't. Thank you, God, for being patient when we're just acting. Thank you, God, for being you for loving us. God, we thank you and we praise you for your son, Jesus Christ. Even, even then, you had a plan to redeem us. The song said, on a hill. Hallelujah. God, you, you were cleaning up my mess before I ever made it. God, I thank you and I praise you. God, we, we exalt you. We lift you up. We honor you today. God, I just, I pray over the people in this place. I pray over the people under the sound of my voice. Holy Spirit, I, I just, I want to, I want to stand in agreement with you. I know, Holy Spirit, that you have a desire to work in this place and throughout the earth. I stand in agreement. I call it forth. Only because your word says I can do so. 
I agree with you. We here at the body day and right now in the name of Jesus, we agree with you. Have your way. I pray for healing, healing of the mind, healing of the heart, healing of physical body right now in the name of Jesus. Whoever needs it, I stand in agreement with you right now that the Holy Spirit is going to begin to move on your behalf. God, I pray love. I pray for love and comfort where it's needed. Where the enemy has tried to tear someone down, has tried to take them out of their element, has tried to separate them, make them feel alone. I pray right now in the name of Jesus for comfort and love that you would just envelop them in your arms. Jesus. God, I pray for the person that is struggling, struggling with doubt. Right now in the name of Jesus, bring clarity. Bring clarity to their mind, to their heart. God, I pray that you would open their eyes, open their ears so that they can see you, hear you, and know that you are God. God, if there's anybody here under the sound of my voice that don't know you as their Lord and Savior, Father, I pray right now. I pray right now that they would make the choice to give their life to you, that they would say, here you go, do your best. And God, show up and show out. Blow their minds. Show them that you are the God, the only God. God, I just, we, I lift you up again. I honor you and I praise you. Protect us, keep us. As the enemy tries to come in, distract us, pull us away, separate us out, cause division. God, I rebuke the enemy right now. I rebuke depression. I rebuke anxiety. God, I pray for your people, for their mental health. Bring peace to the storm in the name of Jesus. God, we will, we will keep our minds stayed on you and every good thing that you've done in our lives. We will keep our minds stayed on that so that you can bring peace to our hearts. I pray all of this in your son Jesus' name. And the church said, amen.